Welcome to the Underscore Transformation podcast. My name's Jason West. And my name's Joe Ailes. And together we're the founders of Underscore. This is the fifth episode in our bonus mini-series on the future of work and the pandemic. We had another panel debate set up for this week on buying digital transformation expertise from the market, but uh, due to a slight change of plans, we're actually going to cover that next week. So uh, it's just me and Joe this week. Um, but instead, we're going to focus on uh, the slightly bigger picture and consider some of the macro trends that have been driving digital transformation. But before we get into that, we've been covering this over the past couple of weeks, Joe, haven't we? But, mm, yes, but we, have, yeah. we haven't actually defined what is digital transformation. <laughs> yeah, now digital transformation can be difficult to pin down, Jason, because it's naturally going to be different for every organization. At a high level, though, it's about making a fundamental set of changes enabled by technology of how the business operates and delivers its uh, services or products to its customers. Um, it's a lot more than just simply moving applications uh, from on-premise to the cloud. Um, yeah. And it's more than technology. It actually affects maybe the culture of the organization, the people within it, processes, the ways of working, in large part, technology is secondary. And actually a point there Rachel Kay made and the learning director of Capita in last week's episode was that um, she's seeing a lot of uh, uh, demand from customers, not just about technology, it's really about cultural change. Um, yeah. uh, people needing to embrace um, uh, technology and you know that new way of working. And I think when when you do embrace this technology, as you say, it, it, it's and you mentioned moving to the cloud. I do mm -hmm. think there is something in that that move to the cloud to, that's driving um, some of this pace of change. Mm -hmm. Because especially when you consider the back office of organisations, which have been pretty static mm. um, from a technology standpoint in that Absolutely. you spend millions, you install a new ERP system, and it's so big and mm. complex and difficult to change that mm. it, it kind of sets your your ways of working in aspic almost it freezes mm. your processes for quite some time, because it's just so difficult to change the mm. thing. Yeah. And then when organizations make this move to the cloud, it provides a level of agility that in from a system standpoint that you can change it. And mm. if you're going to get value from it, you must change it. So mm. you, you're moving from a very static environment to one that suddenly become dynamic, even if all you did was try and maintain where you were at the point of go live of your new ERP system this thing updates every three to six months. So whatever you go live with, if all you tried to do was hold that position over a period of a year or two, you'll, you'll be forced to change it because mm. the system updates in the way that your applications update on your phone. Yeah, no, absolutely it does. But what's, I mean, again, what's interesting is what's happened in, in recent years. If we, if we compare the consumer world to, to the enterprise world, consumer world is far more sophisticated uh, yeah. and i think the enterprise world has, has 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 jumped you know leaps and bounds actually in recent years um to catch up with um some of the user experience for instance that we have in in everyday life and naturally i think technology service providers will be 
developing, putting more and more R&D into their products. So we are going to see, to your point, software getting updated every uh, every three months. And actually, with some sort of technology vendors, do um, minor updates every week. Um, yes. Uh, not not fundamental changes to to look and feel, or perhaps uh, that would impact the user experience. Maybe, but there are adjustments being made um, in real time um, on weekly patches and so on. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, organizations have to um, to to embrace new ways of working, new technology, because we're no longer in a world of ERP where uh, on prem on premise ERP where uh, the system gets upgraded every three to four years instead of every two to three months yeah or three to four years if you're lucky (laughs) yes yeah if you've got a big budget to do so as well yeah because it used to cost millions each time you know you had the had the upgrade and now it it just happens automatically overnight and uh, you better be ready for it because it's happening yes it's it's a totally different mindset and and that it's, it's really exciting though it's really exciting that we have in the enterprise world now technology um, that uh, akin to to what um, we use every day, you know, mm. apps and uh, and real time information, and um, you know, systems available twenty four seven, and these sorts of things, and re- and, and and agile technology solutions, really, that uh, where you can make um, real time cha- real time changes to your pr- business processes, for instance, because you know we've we've encountered a challenge like COVID, for instance, as it as it everybody, and very very quickly, organisations are going to have to change their ways of working, their business processes to take into account the fact that uh, we're in a pandemic. So, and the beauty of, of some of these uh, software packages, it's, it's its agility to be able to make changes uh, quickly. No, it's done. In fact, you have to test and so on and so forth. But um, it just provides organizations that agility that they need to survive. But the organization equally has to be able to embrace it and adopt it. So it's not just about the tech. It's people it's the culture of the organization yeah and, and that's really what's driving this demand for new capabilities that uh, that whole being able to understand a problem analyze it using data come up with a, a solution to that problem engage people in saying this is a problem or you know mm. get them to buy into it and and buy into a, a new way of working and then manage that as a project and manage the business change so it actually happens mm. um, and that's uh a demand that's being placed on back office functions like never before. They've they've not had that sort of opportunity to make changes quickly because whenever they wanted to make any fundamental changes, uh, sadly, it was a lot of the time the IT department saying, I'm sorry, we can't. It's, uh, you know, talk, talk to me when we get to our next update, our next upgrade, and maybe we can add, some, add in your requirements then. Mm because it was just too difficult to change the things. So mm. I think that's the sort of demand for skills that we're seeing. But I think Craig made a really interesting point last week, which where you have that constant change, people are being asked the question, well, what are we changing to? Mm. Why are we changing? And um, some of the more progressive HR functions out there are getting really heavily involved in that whole what is the purpose of the business what's its strategy what does it mean for people and that as hr functions particularly embrace this new world of constant change they're the sort of conversations that they perhaps should be having Mm. um, to add the most value to organizations 
are listening to the Underscore Transformation podcast. If you'd like a few more tools in your crisis management kit bag, why not visit underscore-group.com forward slash CMR toolkit to hone your crisis management skills, lead your organization through recovery. We think of, of how organizations have had to respond um, to COVID, um, of, of how some organizations have overnight trans, had to transform the way they deliver their services to its customers. Mm-hmm. If you think like the restaurant industry, for instance, um, where some of them have, have gone from having restaurants open to restaurants closed, but actually started doing home deliveries uh, mm-hmm. of ready meals. And without organizations embracing technology and so on, th- th- these things wouldn't have happened. So um, having organizational ag- agility is now vital because you're going to get shocks like this. I mean, we, we've had COVID, we've, you know, in some cases, you know, Brexit was a slower burn, for, in- for instance, but there's always, always external factors that actually forces you to um, revisit the way you operate. Yeah, yeah. And, and just kind of picking up on your earlier point, this is really about culture change, isn't it? This mm-hmm. is about who we are, how we're working, how quickly yeah. we can respond. And although it sits atop of a set of kind of macro technology trends, whether that's faster chips or it's broadband or it's smartphones being released and Mm. moving from 3G to 4G and now 5G. I think that the that whole world of social media and that that kind of uh, weaponizing the user experience so people are just constantly addicted to these apps and they they want to to scroll and find out what's happening next and they're amazing software Mm. that's given away for free because the people that are using it are the product it's not a free product if if you're being given it for free you're the product uh, because yes. it's your attention that's being sold to advertisers uh, yeah. to monetize this platform. And it's an incredibly powerful business model that's really fundamentally changing how the culture works. And, and that's come into the enterprise space, into the corporate world. Uh, and I think that's actually a large part of what's driving a, a lot of this. It's that type of fundamental culture change and people's expectations that are things are going to constantly improve and get better and, and that, that happen at a real pace. And the affordability of that for organizations that don't have this massive network of effect of, uh, mm. you know, the, that, that type of, uh, you know, sort of Silicon Valley winner takes all type business model, it can be a real challenge, mm. uh, a real challenge. Um, uh, but uh, the, the people that, that are able to get ahead of that uh, mm. you know, are going to have a significant advantage when it comes to attracting and retaining the best people mm. out there because they're going to have the, the, all this great environment to work in. Mm, absolutely. I mean, if, I mean, how would you do business really without it? Um, if, if we're just thinking in terms of what we're experiencing now in the middle of this pandemic, where everything is being done remotely, um, you know, ev- everyone's working from home, um, how else would you drive your business without um, technology at the heart of it? It's, it'd, it'd be impossible. I mean, um, organizations that um, haven't embraced um technology of struggle to embrace it um they'll be faced with real difficulties right now yeah um, 
and um, who knows how long this will last for, whether they've got the ability to change whilst we're in the middle of a pandemic, if they haven't already done so. That, again, that'll be an interesting sort of case study. Are organizations able to really transform from, you know, from the living rooms of people's houses? We, we've got a couple of uh, clients we're working with that suggests it is possible, absolutely. But it's a damn sight harder to do that cultural change when you don't have people walking walking around a, a site, for instance, you know, where everyone's working remotely. Those touch points with those individuals, um, they are working from within their living room. How do you then change the culture of the business when um, the only thing you see is the four walls of your living room? So it, it becomes m- much harder. So yeah, it's an interesting few months ahead, probably uh, hopefully a few months ahead and no longer. Um, mm, maybe a year. Yeah. I think the people that are going to be successful on this are, are going to be the ones that don't treat this as a one-off event. Yes, there's been an yeah. external horrific uh, event that's happened and everybody's responding to it and and, and uh, some doing that incredibly successfully, others perhaps less mm. so. But it's the same as if you treat business transformation as a one-off project or a program, whether it's technology enabled or not, fundamentally, you're probably not going to succeed because for any lasting change to the, that's meaningful, that's going to take effect, mm. you have to be persistent with it. Uh, you And the type of changes that we're talking about here is moving from a quite static and slow-moving environment to being highly dynamic, highly reactive, mm. and and with a real purpose and customers at the heart of it that's driving um, this, this rapid innovation. So organizations are going to absolutely have to build this really enduring capability to scan the market, understand what's going on, design new ways of working, new new ways of being, um, and then make those changes happen through all the different elements of mm-hmm. people, process, and technology. I think it's going to be a, a fundamental requirement of an organization that's able to keep up and to be successful over the long term. Yeah, some examples of some organizations and how they've transformed overnight. It's been, you know, fascinating to see. But you made a point earlier in, about um, how, you know, HR's role in, in all of this. We've we heard last week, actually, just uh, in terms of the, the capabilities that HR needs for the future to be able to, some you know, guide and support organizations in designing an organization for the, to, 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 to survive in a new world. It's not just the organization changing the way it's, it delivers its services to its customers but actually internally a lot has to change doesn't it Um, yeah you know we're working with a couple of clients um delivering uh, remote um, transformation programs if i think back to a few months ago a couple of years ago that would have seemed impossible some organization some organizations some functions are having to embrace the, the challenges in which we're in um, and we're now sort of leveraging technology to run workshops using technology to facilitate work, workshops with breakout rooms um, another point actually even testing this you know testing a bit of software testing a business process where in the past that would have all been done physically in a room um lots and lots of people around around a table for instance um we're having to having to um facilitate these testing sessions remotely using technology 
which is uh, which is a credit to those HR functions, those finance functions, procurement functions. They're still continuing their transformation agenda, despite uh, the challenges imposed on all of us by having to re- work remotely. And yes, a yeah. huge amount of credit to them. Yeah, uh, it, it has been surprising just how much you can do through zoom and teams and webex um you know like you say we've been running programs that are fundamentally changing the way a business delivers to its Mm -hmm. customers through remote workshop sessions with breakout rooms and all the rest of it um and it's actually worked out pretty well uh, shockingly well, in fact, yeah. um, which is, has been eye-opening. And I think Richard uh, Phelps made a point a while back, uh, in a, a couple of episodes back, around this can fundamentally change where you hire people. You don't need to hire somebody in a particular location. You can hire somebody anywhere in the world to do uh, a, a role. But I, I think on the other side of that is... You can find customers anywhere, yes. um, but how you build that the the trust and in you know that that this is a way of working that's uh, you know a valid way of working that that's something that actually has been proven out um, mm. over over the past few months. So yeah, it's a massive opportunity uh, as much as it is um, uh, yeah an eye opening way of working. Yeah, if I look back to to what um what steve hunt said around um hiring over a thousand people uh, and onboarding um over a thousand people remotely again and just goes to show just how organizations are having to just embrace you know these new ways of working none of which none of which would have been possible without um uh, the right technology so next week, we're um, having another panel discussion. In fact, the final of our panel discussions focusing on the HR function. Uh, and that's going to be, as, as we mentioned at the, the top of this podcast, uh, a focus on buying in expertise around digital transformation and response to the pandemic from the market. So um, we've got a number of special guests lined up for that. Um, so please do listen next week. Um, if you found this uh, episode useful, please do share with your colleagues uh, and your network and if you are feeling generous we'd love you to leave a a five-star review and uh, some some comments Uh, they're always much appreciated for more practical advice and guidance on business transformation change management and crisis management um, have a listen to our back catalogue you might just find an answer to a problem you're grappling with today